In November 2020, I received a, an email from a woman in Italy. She said her husband was going through some severe oppressions in the night as he slept. He was being attacked. I'll read the email the woman wrote to me. She said, my husband has been attacked two times tonight and early this morning with two awful mental oppressions while sleeping. The second was worse than the first. Even though we have prayed and taken authority, he still attacked. I think she means authority of the believer that's taught by Kenneth Copeland, where you take authority over the devil as is taught by Kenneth Copeland. I'll talk about that in a minute. But she said, even though we have taken authority, he still attacked. I ask prayer till the Lord reveals to us what is the root of those attacks, those mental oppressions. Thank you so much. My response to this woman was as follows. This is November 18th, 2020. I told her, I said, I had this happen to me about two weeks ago. I just kept calling out to God for help. Hold on to God and refuse to let go. Sort of reminds me of Jacob and that angel. Jacob would not let that angel go until he blessed him. Just hold on to God. Don't give up your faith in God. Then you have nothing. You have absolutely nothing if you give up faith in God. And what I have done often is just say, Praise God. Thank you for my salvation. And I told her, I said, Just keep crying out to God. Be very careful about trying to find a scripture to hold on to because you, you, you're you kind of, okay, you pray for God to help you, then you rush to a Bible to find a scripture. You're really kind of, you're not waiting on God. You're not actually waiting to see what God would speak to you. We really should submit ourselves to God and then resist the devil with that which is given to us by God because that's the only thing that's going to work. That's the only thing powerful enough to work. So we cry out to God, please God help us. Please help me. It's really as simple as that. And then just hold on. You have to wait for God to show you something. When you're in a confused state of mind like that, it's hard to see anything. If you grab a Bible and you start handing scripture, you may get more confused than you were before it happened. Patiently wait and trust God to unravel it and to show you what is going on. He may choose to show you. He may not show you. I've had both happen. But either way, it has always worked out, and the battle has ended. 
Now concerning the doctrine, the authority of the believer that Kenneth Copeland was teaching back in the 1980s, I heard him teach it because I was in the faith movement in those years. We were being taught as believers that we had authority over the devil and that the devil could not attack us or our families if we took authority over the devil. I had some problems even in the 80s with that doctrine because a storm hit the Gulf of Mexico and Houston, Texas. I lived in Dallas at the time, and it tore, did a lot of damage. Tore up houses and tore roofs off houses down in Houston. And at the time, I thought, well, if this authority of the believer works, why didn't Copeland and these men of faith stand up and command the devil to leave those houses alone if it works? Well, the truth is it doesn't work because what it does is it makes you as God, and that's Antichrist. That's exactly the characteristic of Antichrist is to become as God. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above that all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Taking authority over devils this way and commanding devils that they cannot touch your house in the midst of a storm would to become as God, would be to make yourself as God. Instead, what we should do is humble ourselves in the sight of God and in time he will lift us up, casting all our cares upon God. For he careth for you. Submit yourself to God through prayer. Then resist the devil with that given you. Keep your faith by that word given to you by the Holy Spirit. This is what we should do. We don't then make ourselves as God. But rather, we are children of God turning to God in prayer, asking for help. I believe this is a very corrupt doctrine that Kenneth Copeland teaches in terms of the authority of the believer, at least as he was teaching in 1980 when I heard him. I have not heard him teach since then, but this woman sounds like she's in that doctrine because she said, we've taken authority, but we're still being attacked. In other words, what had happened, she was proving the doctrine did not work. I told her, several things. I sent about four emails to her. And mainly, I told her, turn to God and just ask him to help you and then hold on. Don't try to do anything but just wait after you pray. Wait patiently. Don't do anything. And I told her, I said, don't even look for scripture. Just wait. I also told her to sing hymns. Very often devils are affected by the 
singing of hymns. We remember how David played on his harp and Saul had devils attacking him. And when David played on his harp, the devils fled from Saul. So there is a power there. But above all, start with God. Start with asking God for help. Don't try to be God and take authority over the devil. Rather, ask God to help. Paul said, prove all all things, hold fast that which is good. This woman unknowingly has proven her doctrine that it didn't work and was calling out to people like me for help. Well, I tell her to turn to God and wait patiently. It's hard to wait patiently. I know it's hard to wait patiently. I think there's so much in thanksgiving that if you can, in the midst of a battle like this, if you can look around you and thank God for the things you do have, thank God for the blessings that he has given you, I believe that helps a lot. But above all, start with, God, please help me. Start with that. We purchased a new car in June 2020. On October the 30th, the car would not start. Pam called um, her insurance company and they sent someone over to jumpstart the car, but the car has the kind of new battery which he couldn't jumpstart it. So the insurance company sent someone to tow the car back to the dealer, the car dealer, who is 17 miles from where we live. It's across town in the southern part of Colorado Springs. The car dealer looked at the car and said, but you've had a sound system added to this car. They added it wrong, and the problem is the sound system. So you need to have the car towed to the sound system people. Well, there was a a branch of this uh, sound equipment dealership just around the corner from the new car dealer. So we called him, and he said he would go over and get the car, which he did. And he checked it and said, no, there isn't any problem with the sound system. It's something in the car. So he went and met with the service manager of the new car dealership, and he worked it out with the service manager. There was no problem with the sound equipment. The service manager just jumped to a conclusion and blamed the sound equipment people. But then I think they finally worked through it, and the service manager found that there were two things wrong with the car, with the new car, and he replaced the parts. In the meantime, we we had my old car. Uh, it's 26 years old to go pick up groceries and things. So we had my old car, and we didn't ask for a loan car. But as the time drug on, We did ask for a loan car. They gave us a loan car, brought it to us. Anyway, as I prayed, usually when I pray, at some point, God will 
reveal something to me. This didn't happen. And I finally told Pam, I said, it may be, since I have not heard anything from God to do, it may be that this problem is going to be resolved there at that dealership. And it may be that when we get the car back, there won't be a problem. Well, that's exactly what happened. They had the car from October 30th to about November 18th. And we took the car out just yesterday, and it was fine. It didn't have a problem. Sometimes you don't hear from God when the problem is going to be resolved out there in problem land. But usually, I will hear something from God which shows me the situation. But you might not hear from God. It kind of reminds me of um, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So there could be times in problems of the days ahead where oppression would come upon you and you hadn't done anything. And all you had to do was wait and hold on and pray. There are other times that I have been, there are times I've been oppressed for one or two nights and I have called on God for help and I have had it brought to my mind that I was watching some kind of uh, television program before I went to bed, and it really wasn't the best thing for me to watch. So sometimes we are perhaps giving entrance to be attacked. But not always. A promise of God in James chapter 1, verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. So in the midst of the oppression, when you don't know what's going on, ask God for wisdom. But if he's taking care of it some other way, you may not hear anything. But you may hear something to do. So, you see, the whole point is, it makes God, God. You're not God. He's God. You don't know what the problem is. God knows. It puts it in proper order. And this authority of the believer changes the order and causes the person to try to take authority over the devil. And it's just faulty teaching. It's Antichrist teaching. So get that under control if you're in that. And learn to turn to God as a little child, just asking for help. And if you hear to do something by the Holy Spirit, do it. But don't try to find something to do. That could be, that's just taking on being God again. You pray and you say, God, help me. And then you go out there and you try to figure out what's wrong. See, that's letting, just taking it on yourself again to try to figure out the problem. Ask God for help and wait. Just wait patiently. 
I certainly don't recommend reading the Bible when you are in a state of confusion. That will just give more entrance to be confused. When I was attacked last time, I was shown, just read Agatha Christie. I enjoy her books, and just reread an Agatha Christie book. Get your mind off of it. Because God was going to work this problem out without me doing anything. And that's the way it is. As we go forward in the last days, there's going to be a lot of things like this, oppressions, come upon us. And some of it may be entrance that you've given by reading the wrong books or watching the wrong television program, but some of it may not have anything to do with you. Our hope is what? In God. Not in our own self. Not in our ability to withstand devils, certainly. Our hope is in God. He will overcome those devils when we call on him. There was a woman in our church group who, unknown to me, was trying to resist the devil of herself. I was horrified when I heard of this. Even Michael the archangel didn't do that. He said, the Lord rebuke you. She would have a problem and she would try to fight the devil by arguing with the devil. Oh, that just terrifies me. What you do, don't talk to devils. Unless God shows you to. You might be shown to command the devil to leave you. But don't do that unless you're sure the Holy Spirit has shown you that. Submit yourself to God. Then resist the devil with whatever scripture you're given. And he will flee from you. But don't try to do it on your own. That would be to become as God. That's Antichrist. Look at James chapter 4. Verse 6, But he, God, giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Submit yourself in prayer. God, help me. Wait on God. If he gives you something to use, use it. Resist the devil with that which God gives you, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Paul says, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. God will not fail us. So we turn to God in prayer and we wait. Don't try to take the matter back into your own hands. Trust God to take care of it.
or to show you if you need to do something. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.